Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to... In the Arena, I am Travis Hobson, the host of Cinema Royale, and In the Arena is a special show that I do where I get to interview writers, directors, and stars of upcoming films, and this week I had a chance to sit down with Gina Prince-Bythewood and Nate Parker. Uh, Gina Prince-Bythewood directed uh, Love and Basketball about 14 years ago, and Nate Parker has been the star of multiple films, uh, Red Tails, Ain't Them Body Saints, and more. And in Beyond the Lights, he stars with Google Mabatha Raw. It's a romance set against the backdrop of the music industry. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed this interview. Uh, check it out. Yeah, it's surreal. It really is because one, just writing this, it took me two years just to write it and get it down. Then to get it sold, everybody turned it down twice. And hmm. it's like I had this movie locked in my head and it was so clear what it was and what it could be. And the fact that nobody was seeing what was in my head, it was, um, I mean, honestly, it was soul-crushing. And the only thing that got me through was I knew I needed one yes, and I kept picturing sitting in a crowd watching the movie. And just having that vision just kept me going. And so to sit, like, in New York was such an amazing screening, and, and yesterday, the reaction to it here in D.C., I mean, again, going from crying in front of your computer to, to people loving the flick, is, it's everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, anytime you work with Gina, you know it's going to be a good experience. And uh, and I'm not a, a watcher. I kind of do my job and walk away. But with this film, you can't help but hear the response. People seem to really love it, and I think that it's uh, it's a testament to her hard work. Um, and like you say, you talk about the time it takes between her jobs, but she takes her time. And I think that we need more of that. We need more um, filmmakers that are saying, I'm going to make what I want to make and the way I want to make it, no matter how much time I'm going to fight for it to be pure, uh, pure representation of my vision. Um, and it doesn't happen often. But when it does happen, the result is, you know, it's, it's undeniable. And that's why it's so easy for me to say yes to her for anything that she has available. You know, it's like... Um, not too many people I'll say yes before the script. But uh, she's one of them just because she's a visionary. And, and I know she doesn't compromise. And, and she she's earned the respect of her actors to the point where they trust her. She, she gives me a suggestion. I'm like, I know her. I know her, her, her vision. And I'm down. I want to get back to something you just briefly touched on, how the studios kept turning it down. But, but I want to ask you where your inspiration for the movie came from, first of all. Because uh, one of the things I really dug about Love and Basketball was that you told this this really sweet love story mm-hmm. in this this little world that most of us don't really know about basketball. You know, most of us don't don't really experience it like that. Don't mm-hmm. have the kind of talent. Don't have just don't do it. And here you set me in the world of music. Mm-hmm. So, what was your inspiration for this particular story? Mm-hmm. Well, definitely, all my work has some autobiographical element to it. Love and Basketball. Mm-hmm. I grew up playing ball, um, and so a lot of that was, was me. Hey, this film, too, it, it was really touching on some things I was dealing with personally. Um, 
you know, everyone is struggling to find their voice at, at any age, and, and not being able to, to express yourself, I think, really can kill you inside, and that, that's really an aspect of Noni. Um, also, as I was doing this, um, somebody very close to me tried to commit suicide, and that's a big element within this film, and really wanted to, you know, deal with the fact that somebody that changed their mind, and that's, that's what happened with, um, with my family member that they, they did change their mind and luckily in enough time to be saved and the fact that they now have such a better life and they couldn't see it before and that's really the story of Noni as well that she was in this moment where she was ready to give it up and couldn't see a future and thankfully she, she got pulled up and, and got to have that future so I'd love to get that message out uh, and then just wanted to do another love story I mean I love love stories I don't think they're being made enough um, and music films as well, some of my favorite music films, Lady Sings the Blues and The Rose and Walk the Line. So to be able to put all these elements, my personal issues I was going through, plus writing something that I wanted to see. Um, that's why I love writing and directing, because you get to do what you want. You get to make a movie that you'd like to see. Now, Gina, you know at some point when, when Nate becomes like a bona fide lead man, people will point back to this movie. <laughs> and it's like... No, I, well, again, I, I personally <laughs> love this man's talent, and I think that uh, you and I talked about this last night, but I think that there should be way more opportunity for you than, than what you receive. But I loved watching you in this movie, and you talk about you love love stories. Mm -hmm. At some point, will there be a love story that is written from a different perspective where we can showcase this gentleman here? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put you on the spot, but. I mean, it is, it is true. I mean, when I saw Great Debaters, I was looking at Nate thinking, who, I hadn't seen him before. Who is this guy? And, and I thought that he was our next. And there's certain kinds of films that blow you up to, you know, that, that Will Smith status, and it's action films and love stories. And, and Nate has done really great work and really good movies. Um, but I am hoping that this catapults him to that, that leading man status. Um, and it's deserved it because he, he sets a new bar for, for young black men in this film and um, and the chops are there. So I, I do hope that this catapults him and, and then hopefully he'll still feel the same way that I can pick up the phone. Oh, no, no. I, Gina who? <laughs> well, you and I have had this conversation before and I've had it with other people uh, about your about your career that, you know, we look at you as sort of like, Denzel, young style, yeah, Denzel, you know, yeah, yeah. and we've we've been, you know, a lot of people have been saying that at least around me and, and him. How does yeah? How does it make you feel to get those kinds of comparisons? You know, uh, anytime you're name is you're not mad at it. Um, you know, listen, I take it. You know, what I take from that is that I'm making the right choices. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at Denzel's career, you know, I don't. There's nothing in me that wants to be him or be like him. Right. However. If you look at his career, he's been so careful in the jobs that he's taken, and even in working on him, he always says, he said, your career is defined by your first, you know, five films, mm -hmm. you know, and it's never by the movies you say yes to, it's the ones you say no to, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and I've always believed that, like you said, um, you know, it's something Gina always says, she says, um, people don't discriminate against her, they discriminate against the choices she, she makes in the, when it comes to the, the demographic she wants to highlight. I think the same is, is true for me. Um, there's a lot of opportunity. I could do a lot of jobs. I could work. I could do ten movies a year, uh, but we wouldn't be having this conversation. And you definitely wouldn't have said what you just said. Right. You know, because the, those, <laughs> those jobs are things that I'm not interested in. They're right. very, very specific and narrow path that I'm trying to take. Um, and, it, and it comes at a sacrifice. You know, I don't do 
you know, six, seven moves a year. I'll do two moves a year. But they will be the two that I, I wanted the second I saw and I fought for them to the nail. Um, but then there'll be like 16 that I say, like, no, no, thank you. Um, and so I think that legacy is really important to me. You know, I never want to have to explain to my kids, I did this because dot, dot, dot. You know, I want them to look at the screen and be like, man, that's my props. You know, and go to school, wherever they are, and be proud yeah. of the movies that I made, you know? Um, is that a commonly shared belief in Hollywood? No. Okay, I, I just go continue. Yeah, I, I knew it. That's really not. I mean, that's the thing, though. You gotta understand, it's like when you say, I'm gonna be an artist, and you move to, to Hollywood, um, there's no welcome committee, there's no band, there's no drum line. You know, it's just, it's, it's work. When you arrive, you're like, okay. This is what they're perpetuating, and this is what I want to do. And for most people, you're like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna give it a year. You know, if I can't do Disney, I'm gonna do anything they throw at me. Or sometimes you just go out there and say, you know, any work is good work. They they put these things in your head that just are not the truth. Uh, and you see great talents flush themselves down the toilet <laughs> because they take jobs that are are so far beneath their talent their talent level. Because it's all that's there. So your choice is to wait for the right roles and to live inside of your means. You know, don't buy the fancy car, don't buy the fancy house, but say to yourself, I, this will be a slow burn. It ain't no sprint. Um, or you say, you know, I'm just gonna go for, you know, snatch and grab. You know, like in those yeah. boots where the money's gone. And you just snatch <laughs> everything. Well, and then you stuff in your shirt and it's done. <laughs> hey, why well, have some money in my pocket? You know, um, and we joke, but a lot of people in that situation because we don't have enough filmmakers that are willing to stand against those stereotypes. You know, we have Gina, and Gina, like you said, you know, when Gina says she's making a movie, everyone's beating the door down because they know that you know, the last one took forever because it was it had integrity, it was great. And so should she make more double moves? No, we, should, we just need more filmmakers that think like her. You know what I mean? And, it's, and they're, they're ones, I mean, Amy Renee, you know what I mean? There's, there, a lot are, are emerging. But, um, and I don't want to speak against anyone, and I won't, but I'll say some of our filmmakers are letting us down. You know, they'll explode in the scene with something so compelling and thought-provoking, and then they'll, they, they go for the money, and then you never hear of them again. They lose their voice in the rat race of trying to make more money. Um, and it's frustrating to the artist. But I, I was looking at him because I was trying to get his attention because we're going to talk about this on the show on yeah. Sunday. We're going to say some names, don't we? <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> To that, to that end, though, I mean, why do you feel like we can't, we see such a a lack of of African American romances and love stories, and you know, why why do you think we see so few of them still nowadays? When you know they they do well when they come out, but why is why, why is it still the case? So that's the thing. They are being written. There are the filmmakers mm. out there that right. want yeah. to make these films. That it's just the opportunities are not there. Who's um, writing the check? I mean, the reality is, is the majority or all the studios are run by uh, white men, and they're green lighting the things that they want to see or identify with. Right. And despite the fact that, as you said, when our movies come out, the majority of the time they do well and they mm -hmm. make money. That's so right. it's kind of continually proving ourselves, but. The key is, is one, to just keep fighting. I mean, again, this took a very long time to get made, but I was passionate about it, and that, that kept me fighting. And it just takes others to keep fighting and not go the easy route. Um, but there's no reason they shouldn't be made. Because, yeah. you know, Final good. question, because I can feel them breathing, on my, breathing behind me. <laughs> Goo Goo. I yeah. saw her earlier this year in Bell. Yeah. 180 degrees. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the first 15, 20 minutes watching this movie, we were sitting there like, Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. special. <laughs> what did you see in Goo Goo 
Uh, and I'll ask you first, what did you see in Gugu to cast her? And, it, and then Nate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I met Gugu two years ago, so Belle, she hadn't even shot Belle yet. Um, she was just uh, an actress that came in for the audition, and it was written uh, in an American accent. So, uh, actually, in American, she had American accent, and she did the audition. It was one of those great moments as a director where I literally saw the movie as she was talking, mm -hmm. and um, was so excited. She just has this innate vulnerability about her. You know, you just want to watch her and. And then she had to sing Blackbird by Nina Simone as part of the audition. I was like, oh, God, please, please tell me you can sing. <laughs> and she rocked it. And wow. once we then sat down and started talking about the, the film and, and her connection, um, she started talking in that British accent. And it just seemed so much more interesting suddenly to me. <laughs> and changing the character to British really opened up a lot of things with the script. Um, and then the fact that she, she went to RADA. I mean, she has got chops and uh, dove into uh, all the research. This is not her world at all, and when mm -hmm. you have a chance to um, interview her, you'll see. I mean, she's very proper British, and just had to, just she just jumped into this world both feet uh, in and gave herself to the part. And it's a very, very bold performance that she gives. I mean, she went there and she trusted me, which was great, and trusted Nate, and uh, it's up there on the screen. Yeah, she earned it. She, I mean, never for a moment. Um, you know, it's interesting because I, I talked to Gina about this. I, I'm 34, so I'm always 10 years older than everyone I work with because I'm always playing 10 years younger. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't always get to work with, like, trained, trained actors that are mature, that have reached a, a level of their adulthood where they're so, and you know, they have their feet rooted in, in what they want to do. You know, a lot of times... I'll be in the movies with guys that are just, you know, they're 22 years old, they're having fun, they're doing their thing, or whatever. Um, but she showed up ready to work. All right, that was my interview with Gina Prince-Blythewood and Nate Parker for Beyond the Lights. I hope you enjoyed it. The film is out in theaters now, and you can check out my review over at punchdrunkcritics.com or examiner.com. This is Travis Hobson for Cinema Royale and Punch Drunk Critics. I will talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.